All right, we are back with another episode of 90s Noise. I'm April, born 1991. And I'm Ashley, born 1988. So we just want to thank everyone for listening to our episode. And we want to remind everyone that we do have a Patreon account that you can find a link to either in our show notes for each episode, or you can find the link to it on our Instagram, which is 90s Noise. And we have a great deal for $3 a month. You have access to all of our videos of all of our episodes, all of the exclusive interviews that we do with all of our guests. You also will have access to a couple of fun bonus episodes each month, um, either related to a past episode or just something random that we decided to do. So we would love it if you would go on and support us and check that out. Um, also remember to follow us on Instagram and of course, leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcast, whatever platform that is, leave us a review. We would love to hear from you. We really do appreciate all of your support and we will definitely shout out any reviews that we get. Don't be afraid. Send us some messages on Instagram. We love talking to people and hearing feedback and yeah, we would love to hear from you. All right, we are back with Boy Meets World Part 2, Take 2. Why is it Take 2, Ashley? (laughs) Well, if someone could tell me that, I would gladly appreciate the explanation of why audio comes out sounding like chipmunks. But that is what happened. And you know what? That sometimes happens when you're dealing with technology. It's just so frustrating because we were actually together. We were together. Okay, let's start with that, everyone. We were together. We watched these part two episodes together and we recorded together. And now, and even though that was only like a week ago, I will tell you now I have absolutely no idea what what we talked about. Oh oh my gosh, girl, like everything. I I mean, I just told you like how my weekend was (laughs) and not that. Oh, and I didn't even go into the fact that we like raced back home to go get that tattoo before the end of the day oh my god thankfully that took like (laughs) literally 15 minutes once I was in because it was just lines and everything it wasn't coloring or shading Mm. but I was like I I had to stop and get something to eat because we didn't even stop anywhere on the way oh that is going to be for a different episode different story and added lots to come with that including mm-hmm. included in that okay so we're gonna go back to part two which we are we finished part one with episodes in season four mm-hmm. right yes okay. we now are going into season five so season five our first episode that we went back and rewatched was season five episode 13 the eskimo oh and the controversial eskimo episode well at least the title anyways not necessarily the episode itself but the title if is it controversial today i don't know i don't know and i'm sorry if we are offending anyone but i this we are talking 90s here and in the 90s it was cry me a river, build me a bridge to us all favor and get over yourself. Do you remember that saying? Mm-hmm. Basically. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, that just goes along with like pretty much everything. I'm not saying that it was okay or anything of that sort, but we are talking about 90s and the 90s culture that we grew up in. And so with this, this episode was, I mean, this episode was January 16th, 1998 was when it came out. So late 90s with that mm-hmm. one, but still 90s was very, a different world. It's <laughs> kind of crazy. It Sad, wasn't, yeah. that, it wasn't that long ago. So it seems, but uh, so it so seems. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. So Cliff Notes version on this episode, uh, we're getting down to the wire here with the Boy Meets World main cast in high school. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Feeney, it was, he had assigned something and Sean just didn't finish it. Yes. And so Corey made an excuse for Sean and didn't they was it that they did an essay together and they were trying to share credit with like oh we did the essay together right he claimed he's like well so the reason sean didn't Mm -hmm. get his done was because he was helping me with mine or something something like that no 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 no. (laughs) yeah and then topanga butted her nose in and had to make say something and Mr. Feeney finally kind of just was like, was fed up. He's, I'm surprised it took this long for him to snap. Cause I, damn. <laughs> yeah. And so he had them stay after class and he's like, this is, you guys are about to go out and to the real world. Like you guys can't keep doing this. Sean, you got to learn to do shit yourself. Corey, stop. <laughs> stop trying to trying to make his life easier like make sean do his own stuff and then topanga just butt the fuck out (laughs) basically that's that's the adult version of what mr feeney would have liked to have said (laughs) yeah he gives sean a new assignment and Corey's assignment is to help sean and topanga succeed Topanga's is to not butt in. Sean's is to win two, is to get two tickets to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. If anyone, regular people, have tried to get tickets to the Super Bowl when the Super Bowl's a week and a half away, y'all know that that's practically like a fucking impossible thing to do. Yeah, because he wanted I mean, to get it by the next day, too. Like it, that... were, it was by, it was, it wasn't, I think what it was was, it was the week before and this was like Friday and he was like, you have until Monday. Mm. So you have, because they did have like a good full day day. True. With them being out there. I wonder how much they cost back then too. You know, like, was mm. he making Sean use his own money to get these tickets too? Like, was he expecting him to just, cause that's also to a little bit out. like, mm, that's <laughs> I didn't even yeah. think about that part, but like, wait a second. Um, <laughs> I would have like, I mean, nowadays they i think run like multi-thousands mm-hmm. i'm sure it was the same back then there's a scene with the radio going and it's saying you can win two tickets to the super bowl just be the whatever caller and make sure you dial all this kind of stuff and topanga is like trying to get them to listen and then finally Corey like realizes what he's hearing he's like oh shit on his own terms like even though yeah. Topanga was trying to tell him he was like oh look let's listen to this what Topanga mm-hmm. why didn't you help us and, she, like, um... and she's just like I give up 
<laughs> sure. Yeah, uh, I wasn't trying to help you at all. So this this is also just like a really weird contest that they ran. So this is actually really funny that um we're talking about this because uh something just popped up on Twitter. It's like an old it's an old story that happened. It was also kind of a similar thing with a contest that the radio was throwing. And now that I'm thinking about this contest that they were trying to throw for this, where it's basically like sit outside, was it 24 hours that they were making them sit outside in the cold Pennsylvania weather? Is that what it was? I think it was just, it was the last man standing. Like it didn't matter how long. Okay. So it It wasn't like a last man standing. No. So if you think about that concept, like one, you have you're ha- you're having like kids that are underage like where is the parent parental consent but that that's the thing these radio contests the like the one that i read about today like somebody actually died from it from this contest that, that was being held so that that's kind of scary that this was well that's why they always have you sign a liability form yeah but no <laughs> and no <laughs> who truly reads those i mean if yeah, you we've really already talked those, about that you, yeah no you wouldn't be signing it but like when you're talking underage not necessarily because if you're a senior in high school just depending on when you, you could yeah you could be 17 or 18 yeah yeah you it would just really depend on that Anyway, so he doesn't he doesn't win this contest because he is literally going up against somebody from what is it actually alaska is that what he said like juno or something or anchorage i don't remember them saying anything but that would well, probably be correct somewhere way north somewhere way, way north, north who is accustomed to the freezing cold temperatures and who, who <laughs> goes to pennsylvania in january for summer break right pretty much yeah <laughs> let's put it that way and like he's sitting there eating ice cream and just Aww, like chilling so and cute. stuff He's having a great time. Absolutely. (laughs) He wanted to go to his first Super Bowl. (laughs) Yeah, he wanted to go too. They're thinking like Mr. Feeney was just trying to give him a lesson and all this kind of stuff when they get back to him. And Mr. Feeney just has this disappointed parental sense about him. He was mad. He looked mad. He looked like he was ready to break down. Like, where are my tickets? Like, where are my tickets? And we talked well, about this, like, what do you think was the underlying, underlying tone of that? And like, what did he really, really want those tickets for a specific reason? Yeah. And so that's why I told you this episode was one that really stuck out to me. And I always thought that they were then going to like announce that he was mm-hmm. sick mm-hmm. because of just how it was almost like a dying wish Mm -hmm. type of thing but he was he was trying not to be too open about it I guess yeah Mm -hmm. yeah trying to keep a low profile that's that's what I felt this that's what it seemed like honestly I was waiting for the the other shoe to fall like you know I mean like that that's kind of where I felt like the episode was going but then it never really happened then it didn't really seem like he cared if he went to the Super Bowl or not so we're kind of like wait so yeah yeah Feeney was pretty upset and everybody was like well it wasn't about the getting the tickets and all this kind of stuff Mm -hmm. then it kind of threw Sean into this well you know what fuck this I'm 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 gonna get there like I'm gonna I'll figure out a way Corey obviously is like don't know like yeah don't worry about it yeah not that big a deal yeah yeah and 
then everybody learns their true lesson. The true lesson mm-hmm. was that, especially for Sean and Corey, the most was Corey needed to let Sean do things on his own, mm-hmm. and Sean needed to be able to. Which you know, I feel like that's been a constant theme throughout the whole show. Is Corey always? Mm-hmm. You know, he's always been a great friend. He's always there trying to pick him up when he's down and and support him in these certain situations and stuff but there have been past episodes like even one that we watched in part one where sean you know he wrote mr weenie on his door and got into all this trouble and and mr feeney was trying to tell have Corey tell him like hey who did it who did it you know Mm -hmm. and sean actually stepped up and and did admit to being the one that did it you know so it's weird that after all these years now in their senior year that Corey still hasn't learned that Sean is capable of, of standing his own ground and can do his own thing. He still feels like, Oh, I got to help. him. like, if I was Sean, I'd be like, let me be my own person. You know, you're almost mm-hmm. like a puppy dog following me around acting like I can't do anything. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of a little weird, a bit weird. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Well, at the end, very, very end this season, they did the, beginning of the credit scenes or this was like the last season that they did that because they oh what the end credit scene thing yeah mm. they did the end credit scene where they're watching the super bowl and lo and behold like it's pinning the fans and they see that sign anything's possible mr feeney <laughs> hey and you wonder how he uh how he got there like did he scout tickets did he sneak in like i'm I mean, it's Sean, so we don't really know. <laughs> that was my episode that was for a season good episode, five. Though. I did yeah. like that. I did like the continuous usage of Mr. Feeney teaching them lessons throughout. Yeah. And not just giving up on them. Because, I, I mean, I almost feel like sometimes you would have with just mm-hmm. how helpless they seem to be at times and it's like okay why are you still acting this way when yeah you've been here for how many years now with Mr. Feeney and he still feels like he has to teach you lessons like why aren't your parents doing it yeah no I I understand that that's that is one thing that's always interesting but I I just like this episode like I said it it's it always was something that stuck out in my mind Mm -hmm. Because I mean, a lot of people do have there. There is kind of that that group of friends where it's always there's always the troublemaker, mm-hmm. the one that's covering, and then the one that like has to stick their nose in everything. So <laughs> you can kind of see that in a lot of people. So that was my episode, and then yours was the end of the season, mm-hmm. right? This the was graduation. Graduation. Yeah, this episode was. I don't know. I really like this episode because of just the fact that they brought in Minkus at the end where, Mm -hmm. you know, he basically disappeared halfway through. I don't even remember which season he stopped appearing in. And so then he made his little on the other side of the school. Yeah. He's over there on the other side where no one goes. With Mr. Turner. With Mr. Mr. Turner. Turner. Yeah. So we kind of get a little bit of that inclusion. It's like, oh, okay. So everyone still is there. They didn't just disappear, but they like just don't hang out anymore they don't ever interact which was a little bit weird but again high schools can be really large and to the Mm -hmm. point where you don't 
necessarily go to all the different areas. Like if you're not in certain classes or whatever, you're not necessarily going to be on that side of the school for any particular reason. So yeah, it, it is, it does make sense that that would, even though it was kind of, you're kind of like, wait a second, you've never seen him this whole time, but you're like, okay, actually, you know, I think that would be a real thing if you were in a pretty large school. Yeah. Know. Yeah, definitely. It's, I mean, not even just a large school, but even a small school, because depending on how they have their classrooms split up, mm-hmm. you could have like a separate wing for like music mm-hmm. or art. And if you're not doing those as electives or anything, you'd never venture. Right. Or the if there's like a separate wing for people who are in advanced classes Mm -hmm. which we know minkus is probably (laughs) minkus minkus probably is but then it's also like well why wouldn't topanga be there too well i I feel like it was really just between Corey and sean i don't think topanga was in that hallway when minkus was there so she could have been in that same her in most in like the whenever there's a class with Corey and Sean, we always see Topanga too. Yeah, but that's only like two classes out of what eight that you're normally yeah. in in high school. So I mean, which then again, what we talked about in our back to school episode, what are the odds that they're always in the same fucking class together mm-hmm. when like that never happens? <laughs> like you were, ne- it, yeah. And I know in a school like that, knowing that Sean and Corey were such close friends, they would have tried to split them up if they could have. So it's just kind oh, of strange that they yeah. were always in the same class all those oh, years. Yeah. They they would have put them in different hours, mm-hmm. like your first hour social studies, your six hour social yeah, studies. Yeah, you know, that's kind of weird that they didn't do that. I would have pre- like preferred a season where there was one grade that they weren't together to see how they survived. Because Yeah, but that just probably would have been. I know, it wouldn't much, have worked. Like, <laughs> it wouldn't have worked for the show, just real life. No, but we know that that would not have ever happened in real life because yeah, but yeah, this episode was the one that really made that switch go off in my head about how how I viewed Mr. Feeney differently and how he mm-hmm. just he came to light and and just the way that he he was with them and just that that last day of you know school before graduation and still mm-hmm. he's wanting to teach them something he's still wanting them to learn from their time there and what else they can learn from it type situation and I really liked that I liked that they kept that consistent throughout the whole show I did too and that's I think part of one of the reasons why this show also stands the test of time for the most part with Mm -hmm. occasional like not I don't even know what you want to call it like (laughs) There are occasional episodes with like Eskimo where it doesn't work now. Mm-hmm. Like certain titles or right a small theme or a small comment, but for the majority, and I think a part of that was a big part of that was because of Mr. Feeney. Mm-hmm. What do you think of Topanga giving Sean the speech? really sweet but honestly that was unexpected because there was that whole exchange between her and minkus about oh who made the most a's and who's going to be valedictorian and the speech Mm -hmm. and this and that so i wasn't expecting it to go that way where she was just going to be like you know what sean come up here i know you have something really important to say it's your turn to shine you know it's not Mm -hmm. about it's not about me and i liked that 
that part for her character that she was able to do that because I know how important that speech probably was and yeah. having that recognition so for her to allow him to do that was was super sweet like it really was absolutely still would have loved to have heard her speech but <laughs> well yeah and that's the thing like why didn't they include like a little end credit scene of her practicing it or something to where we could have kind of seen that side of her a little bit that what she would have wanted to say I think that would have been cool that if they would have yeah. had that in I wonder if there Same. ever was like actually a speech written or if it was just never you know what I mean yeah <laughs> but even just the whole which we you know we have spoken about how we really love her character and and how she really was a very independent woman and basically wears the pants in the relationship but for that which is like the big thing of this episode is she is the one that proposes to Corey. like that was a big like whoa she that did still what is. now <laughs> you still yeah. is yeah like we actually were talking about this there there's some like upheaval or whatever about females mm -hmm. being the ones to propose to males and like oh my gosh all this kind of stuff but this episode I think was pretty that might have also been pretty controversial at the time I mean it, hell it still is oh I'm sure that. yeah yeah it's still kind of not even even with the changes and stuff I, I still think it's not that commonplace for women to to propose you know what I mean I still think it's kind of a little bit like what you had to propose like are you sure like this is a good relationship like why didn't he propose you know what I mean like I still think it's even yeah. a little bit taboo for women to do that which it's it's fucking crazy I find it interesting that it's still taboo but I do I guess I see it both ways and everything yeah and that's maybe probably just the old soul in me still <laughs> the interesting thing about this too was this was the series or not series season finale mm -hmm. and so it wasn't so like it was a cliffhanger yes. yeah it wasn't like next week you could just yeah so what did, did they did decide he say yes because mm -hmm. because that because he didn't answer yeah. they left it open Oh, I hated when shows did that. Oh my, oh my gosh. God. Do you remember when they actually did though? And then you did have to wait for a full season. Of oh yeah. A, a summer, whatever I remember. It was. Yeah. Oh yeah. I remember watching shows like that all the time. That was, you kind of binge watch. You had no idea what was happening. You had to wait six plus months. But now I don't feel like season finales are that. They very rarely land on a cliffhanger. Because, because there's so much uncertainty. Mm -hmm. There's so much uncertainty. They don't know until pretty close to, like, they, they just don't know Yeah. on whether they're coming back for another season or not anymore. Mm -hmm. And I don't know necessarily who's to blame on that. Well, that yeah, that's the thing with the network streaming services now, like, you know, Netflix and Hulu, they get that say of, okay, you know, this show is not going to continue anymore, but it's always they always make that decision after they've already finished shooting that season. Yeah. So they have no way of going back in and fixing anything like oh that. Oh my gosh. Must piss that me off so much. Is the worst. It's almost one of those things where I like that because it is, it, it just leaves you wanting more, but like I hated it because I hated having to wait. Yeah. Before streaming services came along. Right. And then you're waiting forever because the show gets canceled and now you have absolutely no idea where it could have went. Yeah. Like that is the it's, absolute worst. So I do, it, 
it is nice when shows have the opportunity to give us a actual finale like boy meets world was able to give us an actual finale that the fans could appreciate and know that okay this is the end we have closure we can move on yeah that was very interesting and there was a lot of other things that happened in season five like one we had some introductions of different characters that were going to continue on for into the final part the final two seasons like Angela she was introduced as their new friend type thing we had the whole Lauren storyline which really fucked everything up and just Mm -hmm. made you go like are you kidding me Corey I want to come over there and slap you right now like that that episode I remember so much that whole storyline where they go on the trip and you know he he does that little thing with Lauren and uh, uh, and I'm like they're really doing this right now with him and Topanga they're really going there oh I think it pissed everybody off (laughs) oh yeah I think it did absolutely it's just crazy thinking that that's uh that's Linda Cardinelli. I know. I didn't. I completely forgot from like, from so much. I mean, from she's done everything. She's Clue or um, Legally Blonde, not Clue. Is Legally Blonde, Freaks and Geeks, Velma in the live action, mm-hmm. Scoobies. And, yeah, she's uh, she's awesome. She's done Marvel. so many cool things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just so crazy to think like to see that and everything it's like oh my gosh but yeah no the whole lauren storyline was definitely interesting there and i think i think it was their attempt to see kind of where a Mm storyline could go outside of the cory topanga and it just i i feel like they they even knew before like it aired that this just wasn't gonna work right yeah season five was definitely definitely a crazy one that's for sure mm-hmm. yeah and I feel like they could do more being that they were seniors getting into co- you know getting ready for college type thing so mm-hmm. it allowed them to kind of test the waters on a lot more topics and stuff to where they could see should we try to do that but thankfully mm-hmm. they did not yeah thank but God. funnily enough this whole that whole incident carries over into the like the end of season six basically which is the episode that i picked um what was it the psychotic episode yeah so that was toward or was that that the, was towards the end that, that was, was towards the end because that was yes, i think but, like one or two before mine mm-hmm. and he's still kind of having those those doubts i mean obviously they're they agreed upon like we're gonna get married blah, blah, blah. so they're like getting all that type of stuff get together and that's sitting on him and having basically cold feet in a sense, but his past is kind of still sitting with him and it's it's coming back up. So he's having these crazy dreams where he's killing Sean, mainly killing Sean, but he over he doesn't actually and yeah. And but, he, but like Mr. Feeney said, he's not completing the dream. So he never really fully sees where it's going. And then like we see, okay now he's killing Eric and now he's killing Angela and and then Lauren comes in and now you know like it's so there's all these feelings still sitting there that he's he's just feeling he's feeling that and I didn't ask you this when we did this the first time have you ever had a dream like that not necessarily like you're killing somebody but like where it's it's continuing like you're having it every night or 
once a week and you feel that you wake up and you just you almost don't want to go back to sleep because of it no not that I can ever recall I, I and I've heard these same type of storylines in other shows or movies where people do they have that same type of dream you know blah blah blah, blah. whether it's like they want to go back to sleep or they don't I don't feel like I've ever experienced that before. I've never had a dream where it's made me repeat it again at a later time. Mm -hmm. Like I've had some like weird dreams where it's like, okay, do I like want to continue something with that? Like, where was Mm -hmm. that going? Am I glad that I woke up at that time? But thankfully I've never had a repetitive type dream. Have you? Not that I can really remember. I think I, there's a few dreams that I've had like two or three times, but not Mm. to the point of it's, so stuck with me or anything mm-hmm. but it's always interesting I don't always remember mine and yeah, no 95% no <laughs> it is always interesting having when I do have one that jolts me mm-hmm. out of sleep to that extent which thankfully doesn't happen very often no. it's crazy James mm-hmm. James can just be crazy oh they definitely are I I couldn't imagine living with that what what Corey was going through like it it would it would keep you up if you had something mm-hmm. like that that was so disturbing and you're like why my best friend of all people why are they dying like what really is going on like that is mm-hmm. that would be scary but you know what is kind of nice about it is that he turned to Mr. Feeney like they brought mm-hmm. you know what I mean that they brought him oh in yeah as like he's basically like his therapist now <laughs> like, oh yeah see? <laughs> well let's be honest he's he is he is the therapist <laughs> he that's that's for damn sure he is definitely the therapist on that a voice of reason oh I love that and for sure like, just finish the fucking dream Corey like see where it's going like what's gonna happen it's a dream you know <laughs> mm-hmm. oh man definitely an interesting one to say the least mm-hmm. I don't I didn't remember that one honestly I didn't um, really either Mm-mm. I just like I had said I, I I liked the continuation of Lauren and how it kind of brought that back because like I said Lauren was such a big part of I feel the second half of the show and kind of where Corey and Topanga were going and mm-hmm. him lying to her about it and stuff and so he did have those regretful feelings and stuff that I'm sure stayed with him for a while and you know like we talked about the first time have you ever had I shouldn't say have you but like did you have cold feet when you were going into marriage not really I I really didn't that's the thing like Mm -hmm. and I I feel like in a sense it is a little bit more the male side Mm. that usually does just because I mean, as a, as a female, most, a lot of females like dream about their wedding day from, mm-hmm. from they can remember. And so it's very, oh my gosh, I'm finally getting this day. Whereas as a male perspective, I think that they feel like they're giving up more in that sense. I mean, marriage is coming together. That's where my mindset's always been on it. But no, I didn't. I I know it is a very real thing mm-hmm. for sure. Oh no, I just knew he was the one. So Aww. I think mine was actually the next episode, mm-hmm. um, or like I said, maybe an episode later. The State of the Unions was the I think maybe the season finale for that, that was one. The, mm-hmm. That was the finale of that. So Corey was 
pretty stressed out because the in-laws were coming because it was get ready to start like getting the wedding planned and everything and Topanga's super stoked like she's she's just going on and on about how she knows that her and Corey are going to be great together because she just looks at her parents and sees how happy they are right away you know like oh you're just like (laughs) all right where's this other shoe (laughs) sure enough there's like immediate tension when they Mm. get there and it's like just like you could cut the air with a knife yeah that episode was tense. Like I, I, and I'm trying to think if I ever re- recall seeing that episode because I don't feel like I did. I don't know. It just mm-hmm. that was a very almost two part episode where I really did enjoy how they did that setup of the tension between her parents and kind of this this breakup. They're you know on the brink of getting a divorce, and then you have Mr. Feeney coming in with his you know his love of his life, and they're getting married like they're starting this whole life together and I liked how Mm -hmm. they how they did that separation of of the of the episode of like okay shit's going down on this end but there's a whole love story going down Mm -hmm. over here yeah it definitely was different for me watching it because it was very I went through kind of the same thing Mm -hmm. um right before I got married my parents had separated to me, I already knew that like I was going into it, into my marriage and it was, I wasn't comparing it to anybody else's. Mm-hmm. And so I wasn't as like, oh my gosh. Right. Your I mean, world doesn't crumble like it seemed it, first in. Yeah. And while it sucked, mm-hmm. the fact that that was happening, it's something since it did happen when I was older. I could see it as more, I guess, a logical standpoint, I guess, in a sense. I don't know if that's mm. even <laughs> a way to put it. I mean, it's something that happens to people. Yeah. And it's it sucks, mm. but it's also one of those things where you have to understand that if that's not your relationship, it shouldn't affect you in that way. And of course, obviously, like when stuff like that happens to people when they're younger, it definitely does. And it, yes, it did affect me, but not to where the extent that it did to Panga. Because again, like I said, I wasn't basing my relationship, which was completely different than my parents, on my parents' success. Yeah. And I think what, was with Topanga is that she sort of created this whole love story so early on you know like Mm -hmm. her and Corey got together super young and they and she kind of had this vision I feel like in her head from a very very young age and so Mm -hmm. when you hold on to that vision of your parents or even if it's not your parents it's somebody else's relationship I mean we have seen in real life different celebrities that okay we don't really know them and it's yeah kind of weird, but different celebrities that you feel like wow like they have a, a long strong relationship is what we feel like on the outside and now they're getting divorced you know if you're if you're looking at someone and basing your relationship on that that's definitely not a good way to go into your own relationship you know what I mean because there's yeah. bound to be some issues that 
you aren't going to be seeing because you're not in that relationship. Like I'm sure her parents had all these issues behind closed doors that she wasn't aware of, but you know, they're only going to be putting on this front with her yeah, because they're her daughter and stuff. And so they don't want to have her see what's really going on. So I'm sure it was stuff building up that it didn't just happen overnight. And unfortunately Mm -hmm. for her though, it happened when they were getting ready to be married and that yeah just I feel like if it wasn't around that time it probably wouldn't have affected her quite as much but I think it being that time in her life it really hit her even harder and she kind of like took it really personally and and I think she she had a moment of doubt right like she was kind of like are we gonna work out like are me and Corey you know what I mean didn't she have like a like a little second not something where she like said anything I don't think Topanga really put more stock into her parents relationship than what she really I don't know for me I I kind of felt like it was hey why put more stock in your own relationship as opposed to your parents because they're not gonna you're not gonna necessarily face the same trials and tribulations that they do different generations so yeah definitely you're gonna have Mm -hmm different life experiences I mean plus her and Corey being together for as long as they had they kind of knew each other they knew yeah all they've been through so many ups and downs already so yeah it was a little bit weird and like I get both parts but it was a little bit weird that she got as distraught as she did with it but I I can I can't understand where she's coming from absolutely we I mean I feel like it's a it's a common thing and I did like how they and I, I feel like we mentioned this before. I did like how the show brought in so many different type of aspects of family type yeah. relationships with the divorced parents and those that were still together and all of that. Yeah, and also in this episode, finding love later in life mm-hmm. with Mr. Feeney. I mean, we really don't. I don't remember his backstory per se. To remember if he had had right a wife previously it's been so long since i've watched the entire the entire series i don't remember if there was any prior like prior comments about a a previous wife but he's later in life what people would call past his prime and he's found the love of his life Mm -hmm. and so you really can look at this show and it's there's something for everybody yeah I think though the one thing that I I didn't like with where this show ended up going in this second half of this series is when they introduced the the newborn like this new kid into the Corey's yeah. household I'm like why was that necessary was did it give any of the characters anything more to add no it, it absolutely did not I think it was just a ridiculous plot point to to bring into it like it it just made no sense and it frustrates me when all all the shows of the 90s I felt like did that yeah they did and it it was kind of almost like they were trying to go ahead and kickstart a new generation to keep it going but they wouldn't do it until like the very last season (laughs) right or the next to last season and you're like I get that you may not know how far this is gonna go Mm -hmm. but if you can't continue, I, I don't like the switching, the trying to add in 
a whole new slew of characters so late in the game to almost kickstart a completely different show in a sense right yeah and it seemed almost unrealistic for the parents like I, I the mom had to have been in her 40s by that point like it just didn't seem plausible that she was that they were bringing in a newborn when they had kids that were now in college it was like but why like why do you need yeah. a newborn kid your kid you have two kids off to college now and, now you're and you still have all a daughter over, and you still have a daughter yeah. <laughs> like, like that's <laughs> that's where it's kind of and they were, weren't they already talking about in earlier seasons how they were poor they didn't really have money to send their yeah. kids to school <laughs> like let's have a fourth kid yeah so it's it's one of those things where even being married still be 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 smart proactive <laughs> protection in whatever shape way shape or form oh. i mean it's one of those things where it's like it's just yeah, yeah. <laughs> that could be yeah. an entire full podcast in and of itself (laughs) but all right let's let's get on to our final three episodes for this and this is the um this is season seven final season and so we will start with yours which was the baby back ribs she's having baby back back ribs baby baby back ribs having my baby back ribs (laughs) yes that's funny so title this was a good episode i felt like it was very light-hearted of course it was one of those where it went in a complete different direction than it should have one of those assuming something is happening when really it's this Mm -hmm. is happening but I I felt like it was kind of comparable to the one that we watched in the earlier seasons where it was about body image and that Mm self-consciousness that we have as we go through certain stages of our life and I I like how they again used Topanga to kind of portray that that she was feeling this particular way about her body and where she was in life and she was looking at those around her and and she saw Mm -hmm. different things and stuff and everyone goes through that like everyone feels certain ways and about themselves no matter what somebody else tells you you know like you have to you have to feel it and you have to believe it no matter what it you know other people perceive you as so I did like how they how they made this kind of a, a funny episode where it was really just supposed to be about her and Eric going on a diet and oh we want to lose some weight and la 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 and then it just took a complete 180 and and now she's pregnant like all of a sudden like oh she <laughs> oh she pregnant <laughs> just because a female's got a little bit of a pooch does not mean she's pregnant don't ever assume that <laughs> don't ever don't ever even if it looks like she's got a basketball under there like i mean because you some 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 women's bodies with um when they are pregnant they're at a certain point in their Mm -hmm. pregnancy you can tell that it is pregnant and it's not fat Mm -hmm. even when you see it that and you're like oh that's gotta be pregnancy you don't ever assume i'll just go up and say that don't 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 unless you want somebody who's probably super sweet, super nice to go full blown, a hundred percent fucking bitch caring on you <laughs> and show you some hormones, even if they're not pregnant. Oh, yikes. So, <laughs> just a little tip for anybody, not just, I'm not just saying, I'm not just saying guys, 
Mm-hmm. I'm saying women too. Mm-hmm. Like women don't need to be assuming other if you don't know, you don't know. And just because people are married or in some sort of long-term relationship, there's still no reason to be asking or assuming oh. that there's a baby present. Like yeah. why is that important? <laughs> Mind your why? own business. Why? <laughs> I've got a baby, she's got four paws, a tail, and meows. <laughs> I didn't birth her, but she wakes me up like a, ch- a freaking newborn. Right? Yeah, no, this one was a good one. I I enjoyed it. And then just, uh, I enjoyed at the end where like, she she's like, well, Eric, you called me fat. And I was like, what are you talking about? I just called you fat because I wanted your piece of pizza. <laughs> hey, Fatso, give me that. Oh, I love that. Yeah, exactly. And it's like one comment it just turns in this whole thing and catapults into the something else mm-hmm. but i am still a little surprised that Corey went the way that he did like he went full-blown pregnancy like oh i'm gonna be a dad like ah let's throw a baby shower like what the fuck? I... <laughs> so like yes sean may have been the one to initially assume and everything but he also was like Corey. okay mm-hmm. ask her Tell her you know about the baby and everything. And then Corey's like, no, 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 no. I, I, the one thing I, I don't even, I don't remember if we talked about this on part one. I know we did talk about it a little bit when we were together first recording this. I didn't like how they made Corey so, oh, mm. so like, so very. They dumbed him down again. (laughs) They dumbed him, they dumbed him down, but they also like made him extremely impulsive Mm -hmm. almost like thinking about it it almost is very very much like he's got he kind of honestly kind of reminds me a little bit of tigger from Pooh. yeah i could see that i don't know i just i didn't necessarily care for that part of his character Mm -hmm. sean actually did talk to your wife Mm -hmm. before you go do something crazy and yeah. he just completely ignores him. Yeah. I it made know. for a it's... fun episode, but yeah, it was, it really was stupid that they mm-hmm. had Corey do that. Cause it's like, come on, like you really want to have taken Topanga aside and been like, so are we having a baby? Like, are we ready for this? Like, is this what we want? Is this what you want? He didn't even have that conversation with her. He just assumed like, baby, we're having it. We're popping it out. Like, mm-hmm. but maybe, maybe she didn't want that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That was a little strange for for them (laughs) Mm -hmm. but it did kind of allow us to see it did kind of shine a little bit of light on like the other characters and that they brought in like Rachel and Jack and stuff which I felt were interesting characters for them to have on the show but I wouldn't say that they were my favorite Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like did you like their inclusion did you I know you liked Matt as an actor and that type of that. but did you like him in this role as jack yes and no i i feel like the first little bit where the first season with him which i think was five or six he was a little bit more just normal kind of <laughs> preppy boy type deal but this season, I feel like he was a lot more like, I'm Mr. Cool, <laughs> and I got this top girlfriend, mm. all this kind of thing that it just, 
I don't know. I don't, I guess, I guess in a sense of what, what I'm saying is I didn't care a whole hell of a lot for the direction that they took a lot of the characters in the final season, mm-hmm. especially. I just feel like it was, they, they were doing like 180s for most of them. Yeah. And I don't know if they were trying it as like a last ditch effort to if it, if they were kind of in the air for whether they were going to continue past seven when they started filming and writing for seven or what. But some of the characters, they kind of had been projecting them towards this, like Corey's character mm-hmm. had the last season and a half. He kind of are now actually once they got married. That's actually, I think, when they really made him more immature the, again. <laughs> yeah. And it's, weird. it's very weird because you'd think, okay, married, why not have him mature more? So I don't know. That's a, that's my little tangent on that. I Yeah, I almost I feel like Sean ended the season being the most mature and well functioning character out of all of them. Surprisingly. Yeah. Yeah, agreed for sure. Which brings us into the final two episodes of the series. No, brave, yeah, <laughs> brave new world part one and two. We talked about this in our part two take one that didn't work um, when we were together, but these two episodes definitely were pulling at the heartstrings. However. They kind of overdid it with the flashbacks. <laughs> oh my god. The fucking flashbacks, I swear. Oh, I mean, it was and it was like a good and a bad thing too, because it was nice when you didn't go back and rewatch all the episodes. You kind of got a glimpse at some things and some stories that you forgot about and all that. Mm-hmm. But that would that would have been great for a normal 20 minute episode but the fact that they carried it on for a two-parter and it just kept Mm -hmm. going and you're like yeah so what's what's this episode about (laughs) yeah that I, I I do truly think that they wanted to give the fans an hour long send off and instead of filling it with full like just completely new material mm-hmm. type of thing they needed to add in those flashbacks i mean because it was pretty much the actual new material was about just a single episode long yeah or oh i we weren't thinking about this before what you know what might have happened is that they were told they originally just planned for it to be a single episode send off and then maybe later on it was Oh no, before maybe right before the episode was going to air or something, they're like, oh, wait, no, we're giving you an hour time slot. You need mm, to fill it. Maybe. Because I feel almost and, feel like some of those flashbacks didn't make sense in some parts. You're, yeah. And they were repetitive a little bit. And you're like, okay, yeah. like what? <laughs> so that might have been what it could have been. Because that makes sense. Because if, like I said, if you take out all those flashbacks, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a single episode. Yeah. So that's probably what it was. It was they. I, I don't know. I'm just speculating because I didn't do research on to go no. do a deep dive onto this. But my speculation is that they had filmed it as just the final episode, doing a final half hour, done mm-hmm. over. That's a wrap. And then 
they came in and said that they needed to fill an hour time slot. Because of the fact that they did the whole previously on. Yeah, which I hated that because I'm like, okay, we just that was like that. That was like three minutes of flashback, just pure flashback. Honestly, yeah. Ugh. The final scene of mm. the show mm. is one that gets me every damn fucking time. Yeah. I I did like how they all went back to the school and mm-hmm. they all sat down on their desks and it just they wanted that last little bit with Mr. Feeney like that yeah. that was such a sweet little send-off that they did that full circle thing mm-hmm. I didn't realize in all the times with the exception of this last rewatch where right before they go Corey asks Eric did mm. you call him and he says Yes, he'll be there. Right, because otherwise you're like, okay, well, how how do they all know to just meet up at the yeah. exact same time? Yeah, exactly. I, I I fucking love that scene. Like I I like even right now, just thinking about it and talking about it. Like I'm to find words that truly describe how it how it makes you feel. Like is hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I know when we were watching it together, we were both trying to not. Trying so hard. we were like we're not so crying hard. we are not we're crying like, we're gonna be strong in front of each other we're not gonna cry whereas when i watched it the first when i watched it before i was like <laughs> <laughs> like i was literally done so and everything before yeah because it's i mean it's just it's sad and i i really want to know if those final that final goodbye with each of them what was it planned how they right reacted or was it scripted yeah because honestly if it was scripted damn good fucking acting because it just it it felt so genuine i feel like even if it was scripted you almost have to be genuine in those situations because they know that this is it like this is their life and they've spent seven plus years together and this is their send off this is their goodbye but my actually you know what i'm curious on and i don't know the whole backstory with boy meets world if it would have been filmed sequentially was it like a live action mm. or like live audience like mm. full house i f- almost i almost feel like how they had the scene set up it was like it could have been yeah just because it wasn't you know i mean like they were very one directional one-sided yeah yeah maybe maybe it was like because it's just sometimes hard to tell if it's truly a laugh track if it's which did they have laugh tracks on that show though i don't think they did i don't feel like i remember any was there (laughs) now i can't remember (laughs) i'm like wait it's like that what that mandela Hmm. effect or whatever like hmm i know that for the reboot or the continuation it was before a, a live audience so maybe mm. this one was and that's why and so it was actually true i feel like, like most of those sitcoms were in front of a live audience back in the 90s like you know what i mean like i just feel why like don't they do that anymore i know i, I just i feel like it, it gives it a, a different feeling uh, yeah instead of that fakeness that they include in afterwards I don't even, like, even the ones that do still put in laugh tracks, like, okay, like, How I Met Your Mother or How I Met Your Father. 
those I don't believe are filmed in front of live audience. I think they are though, aren't they? Are they? Are they still doing that? After I know that there COVID. Was... Oh, well, after COVID, yeah, I don't know. And I know like all the talent shows and stuff do like Idol, X Factor, mm-hmm. America's Got Talent, those right. all have, but I don't know if they still do a whole lot for with the sitcoms anymore. And I mean, I I know that they still do most of them kind of one-sided, but I just don't know if it's just for the atmospheric sake. Right. Or it's easier it's to shoot and stuff. Yeah. Cheaper to shoot. You're only One really. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That'll be interesting to check on. Assuming we're going to go on the assumption that this probably was in front of a live studio audience. We're just, we're just going on that assumption, whether we're right or wrong, whatever. <laughs> but to be in the audience during that scene, mm. I wonder if they had to do multiple takes with it or if that's why they just kept, or if that's why it feels so genuine because they it just one and one and done mm. and they just let the emotions flow. Well, whatever they did, I mean, it worked because it, it felt like <laughs> it happened spontaneously and it was like wow these kids are really leaving Mr. Feeney they're going on with their lives they're they're all moving to New York and that's it that's it for them it still makes me sad I I, and I do like not that I haven't watched it but I it is cool that they took this show that seemed to have such a huge impact on so many people and they were able to they didn't bring it back like they didn't bring boy meets world back but they did it in a different way and it was mm-hmm. girl meets world and i yeah and i know you watched it so what yeah. is your opinion and viewpoint on how they brought it back and how they utilized the characters and stuff again while i enjoyed it for the most part it, it's now like taking place if i believe in new york city mm-hmm. because they're still in new york and everything and instead of it boy meets world it's girls like the Corey character is Corey's daughter. There's a Sean character that's her best friend, played by Sabrina Carpenter. I feel like they recycled too many mm. storylines from having a series that had seven seasons. That's not hard to do because they went through so many storylines. But they did add the kind of a little love triangle between... The Corey character, I wouldn't just, I, I don't even remember what their, their characters' names were. I remember Sabrina's for some reason. It was Maya, which was the Sean character. Mm-hmm. And then the Corey character, and then there was a boy. So mm. there was a little love triangle with the three of them. Oh, yeah, because I had questioned as to, like, why, why they never tried that. Because you know how they love to do mm-hmm. that in, oh, yeah. in shows is test the waters of okay everyone let's put them two together and now let's try them two together and mm-hmm. and i and i appreciate the fact that they didn't though because i just yeah it wouldn't have worked and i just feel like it wasn't necessary with the uh girl meets world it, it has been a while since i watched it if i remember correctly the boy it's a new kid yeah it's a new kid from like the midwest or something and so it's new blood in a sense and I think that's why they were able to, they how they did the whole triangle thing, because it was like, oh, it's this new per- mm-hmm. new person in school. Whereas for the original, the three of them had been to get like, in a sense, all together since they were super young, Corey, Topanga, and Sean. 
Because like, so if we take it in the perspective of Corey and Sean, did they ever, was there ever a girl that they fought over at all? Like, I don't recall them ever. I don't remember, honestly. There might have been, like, when they first started dating. Yeah. I know, like, in the in one of those little flashback scenes, it had where they were secretly meeting in the library and everything, because Sean's girlfriend, like, had him on a leash and everything and stuff, and they were meeting in the stacks, like, and Corey is like, we knew this day would come and everything <laughs> and they had that little flashback scene but otherwise i really don't think they yeah, did think have they did. them share any love interest Mm-mm. i feel like they did it more with eric yeah like, eric was always getting into some triangle with somebody <laughs> yeah final line in this show oh last dismissed uh just and just the way he said it too because it was right after he said i do love you all yeah after they were gone mm-hmm. and then he just uh, he says that and then he just pauses for a second and just goes class dismissed and even like right now like i'm even starting to tear up right now so sweet that was such a great show that was there wouldn't have been a dry eye in that live audience if there if it did happen i'm sure i'm sure they probably like had tissue boxes under everybody's seats and everything oh <laughs> like you're gonna cry that would have been one what? great thing to have been able to do is to go to a mm. taping of one any. of the shows any of the shows yeah i would fucking love that damn midwest living I know. <laughs> <laughs> you had a little bit of a i would have had the easier time mm-hmm. because down here in florida especially in orlando with the nickelodeon studio i could have yeah i'm sad that i never did yeah you i mean granted you could have if it had continued also like mickey mouse club Mm. because that was filmed in orlando too yeah which the whole reason that all of that was done in Florida was because of the lax child labor laws right. down here, yeah. which well, they since have changed. I remember when they were casting for, I think it was the new All That, mm-hmm. the one that like Jamie Lynn was mm-hmm. in. I remember see like, come to Orlando and all this kind of wow. stuff hmm. to audition or they were doing, they were doing like a tour to pull people to like throughout the country auditioning in like different areas but then like it would be like a final audition or something in orlando because i looked it up because i was like i want to be i want to do i want to do like every like a million other kids not that i was like a comedian or anything of that sort but i think like the closest audition was i think chicago or something which was nine hours away my parents are like no no oh my god no yeah good show definitely recommend a rewatch especially if you haven't watched it as an adult granted yes the first couple seasons are a little hard with it being more young kid based right and you really feel more towards the adults Mm -hmm. in that sense otherwise definitely definitely highly recommend very good show absolutely episode dismissed yeah, exactly. I was about to say in the, in the words of Mr. Feeney, class dismissed. <laughs>